Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Active Creative Perspectives. I'm Valerie, your guide on this transformative journey, where your unique prism of life unfolds in full spectrum. And your perspective is the key to unlocking boundless possibilities. And today we have Geneva. Can you tell me where do you stand today? What's been the path to your life that you ended up where you are today? Mm, beautiful question. So today on this podcast, I'm streaming from Wadawurrung country, which is west of Melbourne in Victoria. And looking back, I think it really requires an objective perspective. And I was thinking about what I could share with you and your audience. And what emerged was really a theme on crossroads, the most significant moments for me have been the lead up and the standing at those crossroads and that all began with foundations I think that came off my immediate family my mother was a very entrepreneurial spirit and started her own small business as a yoga teacher when I was very young and she grew that from having to hire a room to purchasing a school camp and converting that into a multi-room multi-teacher yoga studio then moving forward through my childhood and my teenage years I had wonderful opportunities via my mother to apply my hand to a variety of creative mediums from photography performance textiles and visual art and in some ways while that was a wonderful gift and a privilege it was also in some ways a burden because my perspective was so broad, I, I was struggling to bring it in. So pan forward to moving out of high school into tertiary education, I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was very young and I had the idea to apply for psychology, for literature and sculpture, all completely different. I, you know, it was that classic, I'm just going to put it out to the universe and see what happens. <laughs> The nature of art schools is you have to attend an interview and show a, a folio. So that process happened faster and I was accepted into quite a prestigious art school at that young age of 17, despite the fact that I was quite unsure about who I wanted to become and where I was heading. And then skipping ahead again, quite a few years it was quite natural for me to start to follow in my mother's footsteps that that streak of while she didn't give me all of the courage to start my own business she certainly made it a familiar um, concept or, or opportunity for me to follow so I was thinking well she's turned her passion into a business how can I do something similar albeit our passions quite different so in 2008, I established my first sole trader business with very little training <laughs> because there wasn't a lot of business or strategy in art education at that time. So in 2009, I enrolled in small business, which led to my next major crossroads. I'd come up with this creative, crafty idea for my own business but I met my boyfriend who now is now my husband and we came up with a different idea to we could see a gap in the market for making display furniture for galleries that we could hire it and that felt much more 
practical, much more pragmatic. So we co-set that up and connecting that to where I am now in 2016 in, in order to support this business that we were creating, I attended an Instagram workshop and it was there I met a small in stature but large in personality woman, Sarah Gilligan, who talked about what she did as a creative coach. And I was very magnetized or hypnotized by her personality and what she was doing in the creative sector, but I wasn't ready to be coached. Panning forward a year, I was now managing a business that I would later go on to become director of, but I was feeling really stuck. I, I had big ideas, but I had no opportunity for bringing them to life which is when I turned my gaze back to that creative coach and thought, I think I need help. And the sessions with her were so powerful. Every time I left, I was no longer stifled. It was this outpouring of ideas, this uncontrollable <laughs> creative outlet that she would help me to create, come up with my own solutions and for the practical and realistic things that I could do to make a change that was for the betterment of me and of the businesses. And I was hooked, absolutely hooked. I wanted to be able to help others feel a sense of inspiration from her influence. I wanted to be on her side of the, <laughs> the chairs to be able to gift other people that sense of relief and how others can harness their courage to attend to their challenges which led me to where I am now as a, a trained coach, helping other people in the creative sector. And you're mentioning the crossroads as a start and the theme of going uh, on the path that is yours and feeling that this is the right path for you or mm -hmm. going back and trying something and then go back and understand that wasn't your path and going back to something else so yeah. leading through your story leading to where you are today what were those crossroads moments for you when you knew that wasn't the thing that you were supposed to do that is such a good question and I'm laughing at myself because <laughs> my method has always been just give it a go and, and that doesn't come easily. It's still um, an action that sometimes comes with fear and reticence, but I've often done things in order to work out that's really not what I need to do. <laughs> Some of the, the most well-paying jobs, the most lofty jobs that I've so desired when I've not been self-employed were actually the least happy situations for me. And so I could only learn that by testing the water you know I, I went to study textiles and I was so excited about creating art meets functional wear but once I got into this course I realized it was pushing me into a sector that didn't fit my soul and the kind of impact that I wanted to have I wanted to have a very personal impact but I couldn't have known that without jumping in and doing it and then saying that's okay I'm out <laughs> I don't need to keep going with something it doesn't make me happy 
and that's such a good thing that you've tried you've tried and then you knew when to stop and go back to where you belong mm. um and with your past being so intuitively and creative at the same time where you're as you're saying the creativity and inspiration guides you opens up and that's when you feel that you belong on your crossroads you know this is the right thing for you mm -hmm. um and being a creative nature but have an art degree and background in arts does it help you to have that art background in creativity because usually art and creativity are not the same things so so true so true i think that's perhaps the strength of creativity in being separate from art that in business we we can thrive when we apply creative strategies and creative solutions when we are more fluid rather than more fixed i think you know as a mother of young children i i try to encourage creativity in resolution of conflict in resolution of difficulties and challenges in learning so i think yeah i mean i'm very biased but i think creativity is the key <laughs> and using that throughout your journey um that inspiration that you're mentioning that you have uh and when you tried things that you knew gives you that inspiration with that flow of ideas uh, that fills you up and have that energy that you want to just create more. Is that your guiding, navigating light that drives you? Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think what guides me is very much intuition. I'm quite a sensitive person and intuition plays a very big part, which is I'm, I'm just wondering if that's hard to impart to you and your audience because intuition can be very amorphous but when we are at a crossroads sometimes logic is not the most safe <laughs> or most comfortable and sometimes intuition can be uncomfortable too but it seems to have for me a stronger pull than logic that with intuition there comes perhaps hope and optimism and bringing in that creative <clears throat> excuse me how can i do that i've got this this urge to go in this direction now after that intuition how can i apply logic to support that does that and make sense yes yeah, so intuition that guides you um and your inner voice knowing uh, where to go so led you to where you are now by giving creative individuals or creative businesses a structure and guiding them on their path as well connecting business and your intuitive and creative flow together where does art stand for you now your artistic side Mm, mm. Oh, that's a I hate to repeat myself that's another great question <laughs> um 
as a coach and a mentor, I believe in it so much that I also work with coaches and mentors for me in business and also in creativity. And at the moment, I'm working with a mentor for my own art practice, which you know, it's become a side hobby. It's become a hustle, not a hustle, much more of a, a secondary focus. And and I felt that lack in my own life. And so that's why I've worked very hard to get the right mentor for me to bring that back into my life, to get that focus and that guidance so that that very important form of expression uh, is back in my life. For me, it's not so much about the results, it's about the act of doing and being in that creative space. You know, it's a form of therapy in some ways. Yes. And as you mentioned, so the guidance for you is very important to have the person that you can uh, hold hand, your hand, or you hold in someone else's hand mm. um, and direct you is it something that you always had in your life or is it something that you came to understand mm. yeah that's interesting because mentoring is very much about being directed and i think to answer your question i have always had a guide in that it was a form of a teacher or a supervisor and that is that role of mentor of here's what I've done so here's what you can do whereas that holding of hands as a coach a very different dynamic where the coach is not providing solutions but providing questions and so much more of an equal holding of hands that that came with that remarkable woman that I met in the Instagram workshop of, oh, this could be different where people are given the space and the opportunity to create their own solutions with the support of another person, a sounding board. And now when you guide other women or is it only women or men as well? No, less men, but definitely all genders are, are welcome. Yes, yeah, so when you guide and you're feeling fulfillment when you do that in your work, in your life, by doing what others done to you, for you, um, with that holding hand to others and giving them direction uh, with support, how does it make you feel? That's very interesting. It, for me the the reward it's very reciprocal so if if i don't bring enough to the session then the person that i'm sitting with won't get a lot out of it if i bring as much as i can and they bring as much as they can then we both get an incredible reward i the reward for me is watching other people have those aha moments those you just asked me a question and I've just come up with my own brilliant solution, which I can't wait to take action on. So the fulfillment comes from inspiring and observing people to move through their, their obstacles or their challenges or their uncertainty and to get to that other side where there's that sense of ease and perhaps 
not a not a set certainty but certainly a a sense of knowing that they're on a better path and when you um taking them through their challenges through their uncertainties and doubts and giving them that magic light moment of showing the direction knowing that they know they get inspired what do you feel like happening with people at the moment in general when they come to you with their challenges what are the perspective that you see it's unfolding on people challenges or what they are struggling with mm, mm. i think in my limited experience of, of five years the common thread of challenges that people are coming with is a perception that they don't believe enough in themselves that they're lacking in courage and they're lacking in clarity and that this those seeds mean that they're having trouble finding their own direction it's very hard to find direction if you're not believing in yourself in the first place so what i observe is people come in to coaching wanting a very specific and tangible outcome but what often happens is that we're working deeper because the the cause of the challenge is actually a lot deeper and when you uncover that deeper um, gap that they holding on um, and then they bring it to the surface so they can find their way of communicating it to you mm. um, and then you picking it up and that's that magical moment when you can move them up or level up to where they are uh, from where they are going and if you look uh, from your perspective on those people that are lacking of that self-confidence or self-esteem do you think it's a general generational thing that comes through or like societal I think my personal, and this is my personal opinion, is that it happens in every generation, but it's happening for different reasons. I was a child of the 80s, and I'm very aware that I had such limited access to media, whereas, say, my children who are in primary school age, they're in such a media-rich culture. And so for me, self-esteem had very different challenges to my daughter's challenges where she's soaking up perceptions of how she should <laughs> come up into society and culture so i think it's not limited to a particular decade it's just shifting causes but the way it up, opens up in life is very similar um, on the challenges that they figuring out along the way 
Um, And that self-perception is those masks that we put on based on the societal norms. Mm. Um, And when you mention that it is not a generational, uh, but an overall theme for a lot of people that come to you with the challenges. So how do you see what is the best way to lift that whale of being accepted and not believing in themselves to continue on their path and do what they really supposed to do or what they want to do? Mm. I believe that, you know, as I've mentioned in coaching, the solutions are there and each person has access to those solutions, but often they need help in getting to them. And I also believe that we all have what what some call the zone of genius, that, that place where we are in flow and we are so easeful in whatever it is we're doing. For me, it may be art, for somebody else, it may be social media. And that zone of genius sometimes gets lost or overlooked by the pressures of everything else our society and our culture has decided that we need to do. And I think marketing is a really key issue that most small business owners and most creative feel an enormous sense of pressure to do marketing which for some is in their zone of genius, but often it's not. And so it's distracting them from where they could be in a much happier place. And it's hard to believe in ourselves when we're being distracted by what we think we should be doing instead of really tapping into our place of genius and where we could be really supporting ourselves by doing work that re-energizes us, that helps us recover our self-esteem and our courage to do the great work that we want to do. That was a very circular answer, but does that make sense? So, so by getting into that genius space of where you believe in yourself without the pressure of performance or achievement or uh, following or fitting in, is the key to be who you are and do what you like to do but to get there it's as you were saying it's always necessary to have a holding hand that Mm. could be a coach or mentor or person that understands you yeah yeah, I think for some of us there are there are areas we don't need that and there are times of our lives when we don't need that, when we're, we're doing okay, but often there are particular areas of our business or our creativity or particular times of our lives where we do need that hand-holding that sometimes it's as simple as an objective-sounding board. Just when we speak it, suddenly it becomes clearer than when it's in our own heads. So you have that human interaction with um, not usually like-minded but people around you to feel and understand the perspective of 
your side to other sides is that mm. gives us that overview and makes it easier to see your perspective on one hand and then gives you more understanding of your direction yes yes absolutely and sometimes saying our own perspective out loud can make it suddenly sound so different than what we had intended and it, and it provides that opportunity to shift you know if i said i'm terrible at marketing once i say that out loud I go, oh that's a negative affirmation <laughs> how could i this is therefore an opportunity how can i change the way that i believe and speak about marketing how can i bring a different tone and style to that and by sharing that uh with a trusted circle as as or your guidance mm -hmm. is that that shift that can make everyone be on the journey where they know they belong by expressing freely of mm. what they feel or what they see without fear of being unaccepted or not accepted at all yes so by giving yeah. that circle as being a coach or to have a guidance you give that opportunity to people to open up to work through and find direction absolutely absolutely i think that's the beauty of the difference of the mentor and the coach is the coach is offering that no judgment space the mentor naturally comes with their experience and their intentions and their perspectives their hopes for somebody else whereas the coach is saying this isn't about judgment this is a neutral zone you get to say what you need to say and refine it if you choose to refine it the the coachee is always in the driver's seat and the, in ideal world would you say that everyone needs to have that supporting guiding hand i think it's still um a choice that some people don't actually need mm, what's mm. your perspective on it my perspective is that we are all individuals and I can't give a blanket answer for everyone, but I do have a personal belief that we can access professional skills from professionally trained people at the times of our lives that we need it. Like we go to a doctor for a specific need or a dentist at particular times and particular crossroads or challenges that may be the time that somebody needs a mentor and a coach just to give them the shove through to that next stage where they need to get to so in the ideal no, world yes i just thinking what what are the ideal work that we can create that supports that can you say that question again i'm saying what would be the ideal world world uh for everyone to hold that space for each other so we can create it how would mm. it look like i think my reflection over the the summer break that we've just had is that you know there's a lot of tension around technology however we have 
as people we have shed the the old way of living in a village of having access to our neighbors support to our elders support however one of the beautiful strengths of technology is i can connect with my coach in america or my coach that lives on a boat and travels the world there's no those barriers are coming down as we're all very well aware that i can access that from home i don't have to be at work there's a real beauty in this in this place and time that we're in that we have greater access than ever before to finding specifically what we need at the budget we need at the times we need it's quite it's quite amazing so it is possible to create that world with the technologies that we have now is from your past is just you need to try it right so you need to <laughs> let it happen and see what happens that's that's right i i'm a big believer try it out because there's no harm in saying no we, we can try something and go that okay that wasn't for me thanks very much see you later or gee i gave that a go and that's given me a new idea for what i really want or you know best case scenario that was a good fit mm, absolutely so thank you so much for sharing this perspective um, and give it a go and trying it for yourself as well. And I feel like you have uncovered uh, a very interesting view on society that it could possibly go that direction if people are more willing to try things out and allow mm. it into their life. Um, and there's people like you that would hold their hands and help them to find direction if they need or just hear them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you, Valerie, for this opportunity so to connect with you again. Share your, yeah, we will share all the links, but let us know how to find you and to connect with you. Absolutely. The, the, I guess the heart of all social media comes back to my website, which is genevecreative.au. And from there, you can go out into the social media world and connect where you like best. So I'll put all the links under this podcast. And I'm really grateful to hear your perspective on life. And thank you for sharing with us. And thank you for your wonderful questions.